greetings, fellow geeks, and welcome to another episode of the Geek Broads Cast, a podcast where three broads discuss anything and everything geeky. I am one of your hosts, Lauren, and with me on this geeky journey are usually two of my closest friends, but today it's just me and my bestie, Katie. What's going on? Wonder Twins! We back, baby. Just you and me, (laughs) running the ship. <laughs> we are running this uh this this hand carved wooden canoe into the, <laughs> the great into the koi pond. <laughs> we are kicking the competition with yes. our content. That's what we're doing, kids. That's right. <laughs> All right. So obviously there's probably gonna be a lot of uh karate uh how do I wanna say it? Uh Puns? Undertone. Puns. There you go. Puns. We're going to have a lot of puns today because we are going to be talking about Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai. Both Katie and I have seen it and we have thoughts on it. I know Katie has thoughts because I remember she texted me and said, yeah, I have thoughts. (laughs) I have many (laughs) thoughts. I was like, okay. I know. I think it was, I hate everyone. Why am I watching this show? (laughs) Yes. I think that is a direct quote. For sure. Okay, so here we go. We're going to dive into season four episode or uh, season four of Cobra Kai. Before we kind of really dive deep into the season, Katie, I want to get your thoughts because Cobra Kai has been around for obviously four seasons now. It started on YouTube, got picked up by Netflix uh, by season three, and has been on obviously there ever since. Now, see, this is all stemming from the Karate Kid franchise, if you're not aware. So, Katie, I want to hear kind of your relationship to the Karate Kid franchise. Like, were you a big fan of it back in the day? Did you watch them all? Did you watch all the other kind of, like, remakes of them or extensions? And, well, and answer this as well. What is your... How did you get into Cobra Kai? Were you day one or were you more of a Netflix? It got on Netflix and you started binging it privately like a lot of a lot of other people did. What you got? So I remember seeing Karate Kid um, growing up. The first one. I remember seeing the second one. And, and, and all of this was on TV because I was too little when it was in theaters. Um and so uh, I saw it a lot when it would come on TV. You know, the Saturday movie is Karate Kid or Karate Kid 2. I never, ever, ever, ever saw Karate Kid 3. Still haven't. So Terry Silver, and I know that we, back at, during our quarantine binge, we talked about this. Um, episode 8. Yep. About Terry. Yeah, yeah, episode 8 of uh, this here podcast, if you want to go back and listen. we talked about Cobra Kai and it being a quarantine binge. And I was one of those people that that's when I started watching it was um, the year of our Lord 2020 (laughs) when it was on Netflix. Oh, Um, what a year it was. uh, Yes. I feel like we're still there some days. (laughs) We're in season three or four. I don't even know. Uh, We, we talked last week. We need to just cancel this, uh, cancel the show yes yes we do um but yeah you know i i was a late adapter to the universe uh it was something that you know and it wasn't because like i didn't care i love um william zapka 
there's a local sports radio station that um, has changed, changed formats, changed ownerships. Uh, but William Zabka actually used to guest on that radio station uh, and That's do like some really, yeah, he <laughs> Like he was doing um, just, you know, he would, he would just do, I don't even remember, but he was like a celebrity guest sometimes, you know, they would call him and like, you know, it was one of those, it was one of those shows that was like half sports and like half bullshit. So like. He's Johnny Lawrence for those who don't know. He plays, he plays Johnny Lawrence. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, old, old Sean and John would call up, call, oh, call up old, uh, old Johnny Lawrence and he would talk about sweeping the leg and he would, t- he would tell all kinds of fun stories. But, um, anyway, yeah. So it, it was never really out of, it was, I just, I didn't have the YouTube access. Right. And until it got on Netflix, I had no way of, of really watching it. So, um, you know, and I know that I differ, from you on that, you were a you were an OG on this thing, right? I was, so I was late. I, I was actually, I was very similar to you. Like I didn't pick it up until Netflix got it. But once I heard Netflix had it, I did start like binging right away once they dropped it. So I was kind of that OG-ish where it was once it was on Netflix, I was there for it. Is that where, right. where, right when it dropped, did you watch it or, did, or is it? Did no. It time pass. Yeah. No, I think it had been out for, I think it had been out for a year before I started watching it. I want to say even like season three was even done by the time that I started watching it. Okay. 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 I, yeah. So Karate Kid for me, just like, I mean, just like you grew up with it, right? We grew up with uh, one, two, and three. The, the story of Daniel Russo and Mr. Miyagi. Great franchise, right? Um, a lot of people obviously love the original. A lot of people love, obviously, the original and the second are really good. A lot of people have varying opinions on the third one. And a lot of people, you know, it's kind of who you talk to. I personally liked it, but I think it was because of Terry Silver is why that movie is so good because the show doesn't do it justice. Cause I know in the show they do flashbacks and stuff like that. But if you watch the movie and see how crazy this guy was, and it was just like, it made no sense. Like it was just like, how, why is this guy like a maniac? Well, now we know because he was hopped up on cocaine. This is what they said in the show, which I fully, love it. I fully love it. was like, yeah, I was so high all the time. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, damn. <laughs> and you never saw it, obviously, in the movie. But now it's like head canon for me is that, like, he was doing bumps behind, like, the scenes. Shit. I love it. I know, I like, it. how much of this, how much of this is, like, accurate to, to real life? Like, how much is really bleeding over into this? Right, and then well, again, like he—I mean, it was the '80s, right? It was the '80s. I mean, kids—if you don't know, '80s was pretty wild times. Wild times. We've all seen American Psycho. We know what was going on. Right, it was wild times, kids. Wild times. So I loved that explanation, though, in the show of Terry Silver being hopped up on cocaine, and like, you know, it's just—I love, like, I love that character so much. So, like, when 
this season was coming out, I was so excited because he was returning. And I was just like, oh my God, I can't wait. And the guy that plays Terry Silver did such a good job. Um, I'm going to bring up his name real quick, but it the guy doesn't age. Just like, I mean, just like William and Ralph though too, right? Like they yeah. don't age. He they looks just the same. Age. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. So it was just really, it's a, I love the show when it first came out. I know it's very, um, I think, I think you said it the other day. It's very like CW at times, right? Like it's, it feels that way yeah. at points. And I get, and I think I what get, I said was, free, I yeah, that. I think what I said was a uh, free form. <laughs> free form. I mean, that's fair too. That's yeah. a very fair, that's a very fair assessment. So, yeah, I, I mean, I loved it. I, I loved the show. So I was really excited for when this season was coming out. And I for me, it delivered. And we'll, we'll, dive, we'll dive into the season in a minute. Um, but I just, yeah, it's a good franchise. It's been around for obviously a long, long time. And I like the, the people that have created the show are huge fans. So, like, they're deep into, like, the, the lore of the, of the franchise. So... You, and you can tell by the way the show comes off as being nostalgic, but also being very heartfelt. Like it's a very good blend of the two, I think. So they do a really good job of not making it too CW for me, but then also making it like kind of in emotional at times. And like, you kind of feel for some of these characters and everything like that. So, Katie, let's let, let's dive into season four. So, I like again. We'll we'll I'll I like the season. We'll talk about it. But what are what were your overall thoughts on season four? The the cliffhanger at the end. What's what was kind of your reaction to to it all? Okay. In a nutshell. About halfway through this season, they lost me. And I think it was when Terry Silver started turning and like super turning bad. And I don't know if that's because I just have no frame of reference on his character and didn't see him in his full on batshit cuckoo crazy cocaine. It is. Like, it is. <laughs> you know, you have to I see it. It's so crazy. And I, but at the same time, like, so much of what happened with these characters didn't feel like progression to me. And I know that, yes, the show is light and fluffy. And yes, the show is, is silly. But past seasons showed growth. And past seasons were also very self-aware with a lot of this stuff. I felt like this season, the writers were like, they, they kind of threw a lot of that character growth away in favor of the drama and in favor of the, oh my gosh, moments. For me, that turn me off and I was like I, I kind of found myself going like why did I enjoy this show what's going what, why are they doing this to these characters like why are these you know th th that's kind of what kept running through my head like this doesn't feel like something that these characters were due I'm not into it and it and, and that's it, it kind of lost me a little bit um I wrote down from the it was either the second to last or the last episode uh Danielson says, never put passion in front of principle, because even if you win, you lose. 
I feel like they were putting passion in front of principle, <laughs> like the entire season. I really feel like they were trying so hard to shoehorn some of these characters into these into these roles. You know what I mean? And then when the turns happened, you know, even at the end when the crease turn happened, and um, you know, when when a lot of the a lot of the things that like all of a sudden characters had light bulb moments, like it didn't really feel earned. It felt really like like bipolar in some ways. Like I don't like I don't mean to use value more yeah, than okay. yeah. I don't okay. and I don't mean to use that term, but it was very like wait a second, this doesn't it, like it. It just didn't make. It didn't make sense to me and it didn't feel, I don't know, I didn't enjoy it as much because it felt so like, oh, but we're going to left turn here. Oh, we're going to right turn now. Well, like we were there, like they're jerking us all around. And um, that's kind of what I felt. There were some great moments. There were some great, um, I loved the the banter. I loved the, um, I felt some of the introductions of some of the newer characters were a little late um like the debate girl i would have loved i don't even remember her name but i would have loved to hear more from her because her lines are always so great she's such a little badass you know and we we really miss that i think from some of our female characters um this season there was a lot of mean girlsness going on uh and i wanted a little bit more of yeah i wanted a little bit more of um you know, that, that, that kickassery that was happening in some of the other seasons. But yeah, so that's, that, that was me. It was, it was, there were good moments, but on the whole, I was kind of disappointed in this season. No, that's fair. That That's very, very fair. I'm interested because I wonder if you had watched part three, if anything would have changed only because I say that only because Terry Silver, I think, I loved what they did with him. Because of how wacky he was in the third movie and just because of how, like, over the top. And then to come into season four, like, for me, expecting that, but for them not to do that was very interesting. I liked how they, like, made him into a guy that was like, I'm over all that stuff. Like, I don't need to get involved. But even when he was involved, he was making more like sense than Priest was, like make more rational like thoughts and ideas. And it only and it took John Kreese to yell at him and bring him back down to like the level of like he is his superior that Terry kind of finally flipped and like turned into that crazy kind of maniac guy that we we saw or I saw him in part three. So I loved all that stuff. I loved all the Terry Silver stuff. And I'll die I'll talk more about him because he's one of my favorite characters. But I think overall it's interesting because I I liked some of the storylines for some of the kids. I did. I I I liked Tori's. Tori's one of my favorite characters. I yeah. liked Miguel's I always liked Miguel. I think I like I like his story. I think that's interesting. Where they left him off, going to Mexico City to find his dad. Like that's gonna be interesting. Yes. Then to find out that obviously his dad doesn't even know he exists. So like, how's that gonna play into everything? And then obviously Johnny being with his mom. Like, how is that dynamic gonna work? Because we saw it in the show, and it was kind of weird for Miguel, but. 
you know, does that change into season five? Because obviously Johnny says that he's going to go find Miguel for, you know, when he's talking to his mom. So I like all that, that stuff. Um, the LaRussos are interesting. I, I, I do like a lot of them. Like I like Daniel. Like I, I love the Daniel and Johnny stuff. Like you were talking about their banter, the episode where they both teach each other their karate. Yeah. It was amazing. Like that Johnny, was really good. Johnny doing Miyagi stuff was so cool. So there's a lot of good moments like you said like that. Um, I honestly really love Amanda LaRusso, Daniel's wife. Me too. She's my She's favorite. She's my favorite because I. she is the vessel for, I think, the audience. Because I think she says... Many times, what the audience I think feels right, like yeah, she just says it and like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like even I mean throughout the series, really, she's kind of been that person. Like, why are you guys like you know like yeah would have told me a year ago. She says like that the our you know lives depended on a karate tournament. Right? I would have said you live in the Twilight Zone, but here we are. So like yeah. She, no, she, I she's love definitely the level-headed, yeah, she's the, the level-headed voice of reason. Like, why are you guys even fighting? Like, <laughs> that, I, I want to say she's said that exact line three or four times in this entire show, you know? Like, why are y'all even, why, why, what is the problem? Can we just communicate, please? Like, and that's something that I've been saying from the beginning, you know, having binged the three seasons just back to back to back really quickly. I'm like, these people just need to sit down and, like, communicate with each other, please. <laughs> And that goes with the kids too. Like a lot of the, it is a lot of miscommunication plenty of times in the show, but they play it off very well. Again, especially in this season, like there were moments where like, where Johnny got upset that when Daniel, when they like traded teams and like Daniel was teaching Eagle Fang and then Johnny was teaching Miyagi-Do and then you know, LaRusso was getting close to Miguel. Johnny got upset about it. Like, I felt sometimes, like, that stuff was kind of out of left field. Like, why is Johnny upset? It was very forced. Right. But, again, like, if you... I try to look at it like, you know, he's, he's, he's dating his mom. He wants to get a connection with Miguel that he didn't have with Robbie. So, like, I get, like, the motives. It, it maybe felt weird, but, like, you understand it a little bit when you kind of look at it in, like, those terms. So, and then Daniel obviously wasn't trying to, like, do anything with Miguel. He was just trying to help him. I mean, I mean that's what he was doing. He's helped him with his mom's car. And then, obviously, he's dating uh, Samantha. So, like, he's trying to be nice to his, you know, daughter's boyfriend. So again, like, I think what Daniel was doing was innocent, but I just don't think, like, Johnny saw it that way for what I, you know, for the reasons that I, I talked about. So some stuff like that, like, yeah, I can get, I can get where people were like, well, why did, you know, why did that happen or whatever? So, you know, overall, I, I loved it, though. I did love the twist, like, the John Kreese, like, coming to, like, you know, the light bulb moment. Like, I get, it might have, for me, it felt it felt earned because I think throughout this season for me, because of what Terry was doing, like kind of not overstepping, but kind of like not following what Kreese wanted to do with Cobra Kai and like him kind of teaching a different way 
I think all of that kind of maybe built up into Crease and Crease kind of finally realized like, no, maybe Terry was on to something for what he was talking about to his students and everything like that. So like, I, for me, I felt okay in those moments, you know? So like, I was okay when Crease like, what was was telling uh tori to like you know fight for herself and like stuck up for her or and then even talking to johnny at the uh all valley and like that conversation i mean because he does there are he, you can tell he does care about certain characters and like terry said johnny was his weakness and it's so true and then obviously you can even say tori is a little bit because he cares about tori you know, because when she was having trouble, when Amanda, you know, came to her work and did all that, he then talked to Amanda. And he wasn't, what was really interesting is that obviously it was kind of, you know, very sneaky and like snaky of him. But like what he was telling Amanda, it's 100% true. Yeah. No, I mean, that was my, true, you know, when Amanda did that, I was like, no, we don't do that. That, that was my only point in this season that I was like no I don't like you for that you know <laughs> that was my only point with her I had that point for a lot of other characters but um yeah that that for me felt like too much of the, the, again it was it was too much it was out of character so many things that happened this season like were too much out of character and I think it was just like a manufactured drama like okay we want to get to this point how can we make it as messy as fucking possible is what it kind of felt no, like I, to me. Yeah, I get that. And I yeah. and I do love what Amanda did only because, again, the payoff, though. Like, for me, yeah, I think for her to, like, stalk Tori at her work, kind of weird and maybe a little out of character for Amanda. Definitely. But again, voice of reason. You, yeah, but again, you look at her for being the voice of reason and then obviously wanting to protect her daughter because she's been through hell these last three seasons, like, yeah, maybe as a mom, maybe she did step definitely step over the bound, but like I can I understand that, right? Like if you see it from again, that 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 perspective. So I liked where that took that though, because then it made the connection of Amanda and Tori very interesting. I liked that. Like that was one of my favorite storylines this season was Amanda and Tori kind of working behind the scenes eventually get caught but like you know i i liked i liked that that storyline through through season four but yeah overall again i just i do i i like it it's it's so cheesy this is what i i love about the show that there's a lot of cheesy moments right there's a lot of like the whole training montage with johnny and he's kicking water and like kicking mailboxes it makes zero (laughs) sense right yes he takes somebody's like scooter, throws <laughs> it like over the top, right? But every hilarious. movie needs a montage. Exactly. <laughs> and then like with the 80s soundtrack behind yes. it, it's really good. Like I again, it's cheesy, but it works in in this show. But then it also like it toes the line of being cheesy nostalgic and being very emotional and heartfelt. Like it toes that line very, very well. And that's why I think this is such a good show. Like, it is such a good show. And I actually really love the writing this season because I do like how they they did do a little bit different. Like, obviously, the last three seasons, it hasn't been, like, the same old, but, like, 
they they've kind of followed a, a pattern so to speak right but now they kind of they changed that and now they added characters like kenny which is really really cool and now anthony yeah. Russo has a little bit of a story now which again that's something that like maybe feels feels out of nowhere but it makes sense in in the terms of like now he's going into high school and now that kenny kid's gonna be his problem it's like a whole like Pride Kid Part One in the show, so to speak. You know, so like, I like I I I, I liked that storyline. It felt weird in the beginning, but I I as it progressed, I liked it. I like how Kenny's brother was the one that Robbie hung out with and fought in the jail. So like how they've tied how they tie things into the show from like previous seasons is very good. Stingray coming back was hilarious. And, you know, obviously his whole thing at the end where he says it was John and not Terry that, like, literally beat him to death. Like, that, I love that so, so much. Because that, again, for me, watching, because I watched part three, like, him being that smart and, like, manipulative, like, it made so much sense to me. And it, and it, it just clicked, like, yeah, okay, that's the Terry Silver that I think we as people who've watched the third one expected him to be. So like, I like how they did that, that part of the show. And again, I'll go into the details with Terry because what I want to do next is obviously talk about some characters uh, you and I either both like, or maybe we didn't like this season. So before we jump into that though, Katie, last thoughts on over uh, overall for season four. Yeah, you know, I, I've at, at least one thing that this season is going to make me do is probably watch Karate Kid three. Like, I feel like if I if I watch it, maybe I'll appreciate it a little bit more. But you know, I know you're going to talk about Terry, but man, that felt. I mean, his character was all over the place, and I did not understand it. I, I did. Not I, I think if you watch part three, honestly, uh, I think you, I think your perspective might change. So that's yeah. what I want you to do. I want that. That's for your homework. And maybe that's we'll, my homework. We'll circle back. We'll maybe circle next, back. We'll next episode. We'll, we'll synergize about thoughts. Terry yes. Silver. Yes. Okay. I, again, he's one of my he's one of my all time favorite parts of the season, and all I'll right. go into that. But for you, characters that you liked or maybe you don't like because of what they did to them this season. So what do you got? One, two. Yeah. How many you got? Give it to me. What do you got? You know, I I okay. I don't want to roll the LaRusso kids together. I guess I'll just talk about Samantha. So Samantha has always, she has always had a little bit of duality to her. You know, she's got the born with the silver spoon thing happening, you know, and she, she was running with some really bad girls in the first season, obviously, you know, and there's the, there, there was that moment when Johnny like called her out about it. Um, she moment, definitely, yeah. yeah, that was a great moment that she had some really good growth. I feel like in previous seasons, and I think that watching her come into her own has, has been cool, but at the same time, she was still a bully. Like she was still being a bully to, I so um, agree. Tori. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I hated that. I did not like that. Like she was kicking her when she was down. And that is definitely not Miyagi-Do. That is definitely not, you know, LaRusso family, really. That. I don't really even think it's even Eagle <sighs> Fang either, to be honest with you. you no. Know? 
It's not. She was just being mean. She was being a mean girl. And that's not, I mean, that's not her. I, I don't think. I think that there's, you know, there's so much emotion tied up to that because, yeah, Tori has beat the shit out of her many times and has picked fights and started fights and is just antagonized, antagonized, antagonized. And, and now like Amanda table, said, like, literally hmm. scars her for, for Yes, life. exactly. She has to cover up her scars every day, blah, blah, blah. Now the tables have turned and now, but but now she's kicking her when she's down. That That's what I didn't like, you know, and... um. And she was not struggling with it at all, you know, with, uh, with Anthony, was that his name? The, the son. Okay. Yeah. With him who that's the recast, right? That's a totally new actor, right? <laughs> I don't know. I honestly okay. think, I think it's the same kid. He just obviously grew up. Right. Like, okay. I don't sure. know. I, I, yeah. I'd have I didn't to look, look into it, but I think it is the same kid. But go, yeah. Go. I didn't look it up either, but it feels like he aged like five years, not <laughs> Not just, you know, one or two or whatever it was between between filming. But um, with him, he was running with a bad crowd too, right? But you could see his struggle. You could see him like, I probably shouldn't do that, but these guys are expecting me to do that. So I guess I better do it. Um, it you could see his, his struggle in the same way that in previous seasons, you could kind of see Samantha struggling with some of that mean girliness. Um but for, for him, I feel like watching him is going to be a whole lot more interesting than watching Samantha for me, because he is now in a position of he's about to be the one that's getting bullied. And he is the cycle is repeating itself. This cycle of trauma is repeating itself. Like, put these fucking people in therapy. Like, this is just it's it's driving me a little bit crazy that that this is, you know, the way that that things are developing but for him like he he is back in his dad's shoes he is about to be picked on you know by and it's not even by the rich kids or whatever but it's by the the meanie head cobra kai kids so that that is going to be i think probably the most interesting thing for me next season um it is going to be watching that develop and watching Kenny, who is again, this, this like small nerdy kid. He's, he's picking up the hawk mantle, you know, the small nerdy kid who's now like empowered by, by becoming part of this really cutthroat um, friend circle. That is going to be really interesting to see kind of how they develop that. And I hope that it's a slow burn and it's not a quick, turn you know because i feel like kenny it was a quick turn he went from picked on kid to bully in two seconds flat and that was argue though and i and i I agree yeah with kenny though it i I felt okay with it i get what you're saying because it did feel quick but i understood it only because it it was it seemed like it was constant every day something was going on and then being bullied very similar to like Daniel, like Daniel in, the, in part one, bullied every day. He was going to join Cobra Kai. Right. And then obviously Miyagi was like, no, I got you. So like, I, I understand because of like what he was going through, especially after they like tricked him to cosplay and everything. Like that was yes. such a, that, that was, was so, so BS. 
as soon as that little pop-up happened on, when he was playing the game and it said it was whatever whatever the girl's name was, I like elbowed my husband and was like, they're catfishing him. Watch. They're, it's yeah. going to be... It's going to be LaRusso's. It's going to be the the kid. He's going to be cyberbullying him. And that's exactly what happened. See, this and is again. Like, if I can predict it, I hate it. <laughs> real quick. Anthony is played by the same kid. Really? Yes. Dude. Yes. So it's Griffin. Griffin Santo Pietro. That's so, I. that's really funny how he was like, yeah, I got older or whatever whatever he said because yeah like i feel like he was like played as like a six or seven year old kid and then now all of a sudden he's you know 12 13 um that that was pretty funny it's very funny knowing that yeah so but i do agree with like it did feel shoehorn right like his storyline now all of a sudden i agree with that i totally agree with you like where it feels a little bit shoehorned at times but I understand because now we're going to like follow him into high school with Kenny. Right. So like they're setting up that storyline to kind of be like, you know, the next thing. And I did like the, the line when he was in the the dojo looking at like all the pictures and stuff. And his dad was talking about how Mr. Miyagi held him and he like, you know, he kicked Mr. Miyagi. And Mr. Miyagi said that he'd be a handful, but he would also be the one who would protect the family. And I feel like I like that line because I feel like that's going to come back at certain point at a certain yeah, point. Yeah, definitely. You know, so like that's where, and, and and that, and the show does that very well where like, yes, things are said and they bring it back or things, yes. people that we have seen are brought back. So I, yes. so it's going to be interesting to see what they do with Anthony. I totally agree. hundred percent. It's going to be very, very interesting. Any other characters besides, you know, I know you said Samantha a little bit and Amanda or in uh, Anthony. Any yeah. other characters that you had that you were just like, eh. You know, on the other side of things, um, Robbie. I really liked Robbie this season. I did. He okay. he didn't okay. get he didn't get a whole lot of screen time. But the screen time that you right. no, yeah. not not at all. Not at all. Time, but the, the screen time that you saw of him, he was constantly in that place of what am I doing? You know, I, I'm trying to do this good thing, but also I've created this monster now. You know, that moment what, of the moments. I, I've talked about how many how many of the moments in this season I felt were not earned and were really rushed and were really like they jerked us around before you know, it finally came to take, came to some kind of resolution with him. I felt like his moment at the end with Johnny, that is the only moment that I felt true, you know, like that, that felt genuine and earned to me because that was some really good acting too. That was so good. And John or um, Robbie has been through it, you know, and he's now, like he's been on, he's been in Miyagi Do, he's been in Cobra Kai. He has seen, you know, all all of the balance. At the, all, every adult in this freaking, yep. yeah, yep. Yep. every adult in this freaking season was was talking about balance and um, focusing and all of these things. And and Robbie is the one that I feel like got the most out of that message this season. You know, he was the one who was like, okay, something stinks here. And I, I, I need to like really kind of look inside myself and figure it out. And that is, I think, 
that 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 was interesting for me to watch, you know, because even when they were even when Cobra Kai was like hazing Kenny and doing all this stuff, he was like, yeah, you know, they're they're just messing with you. It's going to get better. Well, you know, he was still he was being that kindness and that mentor and that it, it was a very um, it, it was really good to see that that balance has kind of permeated him and who he is. And now he kind of understands like, and has seen both sides and understands more where some of the adults are coming from. Yeah. His character this season was really interesting. Cause like you said, thinking about it, he didn't have a ton of screen time, but when he was on screen, it was really good stuff. Like you're saying when he was training Cobra Kai, like he was very intense and everything like that. And then, what, but he was so different with Kenny, you know. So you know, there was still that kind of that that innocent or really like sympathetic person that we've seen him before in previous seasons, you know. And then, you know that 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 ending conversation with him and Johnny was so good. Tanner Buchanan is the is the actor that plays Robbie, and he did a really 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 good job. In that scene, because this that moment when he was like, "I don't want to blame you anymore, Dad." Like that was so like that was very well sweet. acted. Williams' reaction, it was so good. Like that was a very like you're saying that was a huge earned moment for Robbie, because he's been through a lot, and I think he he's finally realized that like, you know, I just I just need my dad. Like that's all I really need, and Johnny is willing to be there for him so like it was that was really good stuff yeah i i agree i i loved love love loved what they did with robbie this season it was very very cool how do you feel that he did not win are you okay with that did you expect him to like win the tournament are you okay with him losing to eli in the finale how did you feel about that i was okay with that i felt like that was a little bit you know we we now we have seen a full development from Eli because he, I yes, feel it was a little yes. quick. It was a little quick, but we have seen, you know, Eli has gone from the bullied kid to the bully. Now back to the bullied kid. Now back to I'm on top again, um, but I'm doing it my own way and I'm confident and I'm me. I'm Eli. I'm not Hawk. I'm not any of, you know, any of that, that bullshit persona stuff, but that I felt, was okay. And I think that, again, it was part of Robbie's, you know, part of his balance, part of his focus, part of his development. He, he had to go through that moment to get to where we ended up with him. And I think that it was, um, that, that was a good, I thought that was a good move. Yeah, I agree. I I thought that was really interesting. I like that Eli won. And that, again, like you're saying, I think with Robbie, I think it really did make him see how, like, you know, his whole purpose, I feel like, the season was obviously to win, just to prove prove a point, whatever point that it yeah. was to him. Because it was a personal... He wanted to stick it, he wanted to stick it to both of his, his dad to stick and it to his, his dad former sensei. To, and to Daniel. Like, that was yep. really... he And he even said to Johnny, I think, at the tournament, like, I don't care about what about what Cobra Kai, I don't care about you, I don't care about Mr. LaRusso. It's it was personal to him. Like he felt like he was wronged by both of them. And then obviously 
I think with that Eli fight, he he finally figured out that he was being really wronged by Cobra Kai too. So like that moment of him finding his dad and being like, "Yeah, dude, I I I messed up, and I don't want to blame you for my mistakes anymore." Like that's just huge. It's huge development. Like you said, huge yeah. development for Eli too. You know, for him to win and for him to lose the Mohawk, but like, you know, to find his confidence again, that was really good stuff. I loved that. I love the. It was a great fight too. Like those. Yes. I think that's one thing this season. I think I don't know if you agree. The choreographing was really good. The fight choreographing. It was great. It was great. You can tell that all of those young actors like study and do their shit and trained. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, big time. And that is. That that's really cool to watch, just the way that they kind of fold all of that very technical, physical stuff into the show, um, on top of all the soap operaness of it all. <laughs> right, which is still good. I love the soap opera, <laughs> soap opera awareness of the show. I think I like it a lot. So, um, for me, unless you, you got any more. No, that's that. Yeah, I want to hear who you do you have any likes and dislikes or is it all like for you? So I'll I'll go with like and I do have because you mentioned her. I'll I'll talk about it. But let me start with my likes. So my big like is Terry Silver. (laughs) It is just because, again, if you have watched part three, you know how psychotic this guy was. You know how he was so he was torturing Daniel. For no other reason than his friend asked him to. And now we know that he was full of cocaine and rage. And it was the 80s. I love the explanation. He was doing bumps <laughs> behind the curtain. I'm okay with it. Like, it it's makes the sense. 80s. It's the 80s. Again, Katie, when you watch it, you're going to have to, like, just, you'll have to let me know. We'll talk about it. But I loved it because, again, I think heading into season four, like, you were expecting Terry to be that crazy guy that you saw in part three and for him not to be in the very beginning that first shot of him like hearing crease's voice and then hanging up i was like i remember watching that i was like oh snap they're not going the route that i thought they were going to i thought be like yeah he finds terry they're good there's let's get into it he had to pull terry along a little bit for him to get into it and then to John Kreese's de- deprimate, like he turned Terry back into the Terry that he knew in part three. It's all Kreese's fault. Terry would have been fine <laughs> if he didn't do anything. It really is. It really is all Kreese's fault. Um, yeah, his, I'm still, his turn was like too quick. I it, I mean, you're going to, you're going to throw all of your, your success away for a karate studio like and it wasn't even like your first love you know what I mean like talking about the in the history of stuff it was you were just going along with your buddy like it wasn't I don't know if I think his weird his love for Crease though I think was really what was behind everything right because Crease saved his life back in Nam and because you know that he wanted to join he wanted to do this the whole dojo thing with him from the beginning but then like in that flashback scene we found out that like he had to work for his dad and do all that stuff. So like, I think he felt that he maybe owed it to John. But then again, as I, this is why I love the this is why I love what they did with him. As the season prog- as the season progressed, you can tell that he was getting fed up with like John always throwing that, you know, I saved dress and non bit, and like he was like, oh, okay, 
you want to play games, well, here's one. You're screwed. You're going to jail now because the kid I literally beat to a pulp is telling the cops that you did it. Like that, that was such a great play. Again, I That's loved it because, because it was so, it, if you look at, if you watch part three, man, he is that crazy and like, like he was that type of guy, like where he was like doing these moves. Like he was steps ahead of everybody. So like, it made sense for me for that character to, at the end, like take down Kreese and to take over Cobra Kai. Like that was amazing. So I'm really curious to see what they do in season five because in part three, if not spoilers, but like there's another kid that fights Daniel whose name Mike Barnes. So I'm wondering if they bring that guy back in season five because I would lose my shit. Wow. Because that would be the greatest thing ever because that line in the show when Amanda's like, do you have any more Cobra Kai people? And he was like, Daniel was like, no. And then he was like, well, like that's why I was like, Mike Barnes, Mike Barnes, Mike Barnes is coming back. Like I would love it so much if that's what they did. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be really interesting what they do with Terry and even with John Kreese now too. I thought his character was very, I thought done well this season because I think you gave him a lot of growth to like, I think now he was out of that, you know, kind of revenge after you know during the the all valley tournament like i think those moments they all finally kind of connected because when terry told him that he had a weakness like that changed everything in that after that episode that changed john's whole kind of attitude towards terry and towards everything so like once he got that in his head terry got that into crease's head then crease was overthinking stuff and then he realized that he was right that his weakness was Johnny and that, you know, everything that he was doing was just kind of like it was for nothing and that he had to not repeat the past, which Terry told him from the very beginning, we can't repeat our failures. So again, for me, I, I, those two, but specifically Terry Silver, I loved it. I loved it because, and then the whole like him pulling his hair back because that was a big thing in the movie. Like, he had the hair ponytail back, like it's good stuff, kids. Yeah. <laughs> if you were, if you watched, all, if you watched all three and everything, like Terry Silver, I think was a high point for me. And again, I think John Kreese's journey this season was really good. I liked that a lot. I agree with you on John Kreese. It was um, again, it just was just barely not earned enough for me. But I did once he finally had his light bulb moment. I was I I bought that more than some of the other adults having light bulb moments in this in this show. Right. No, I agree. I agree. I think John's was was genuine. I really do. Um kids uh you know, kid wise, I, I love like I said, I love Tori. Tori's development from season one all the way to now has been really solid. Like I liked what they're doing with her. Like the the kid that you know got into the country club because of Aisha, and then obviously her and Sam kind of have a just how this whole thing started was such a big miscommunication like we talked about again. Yep, you know, so like it, it turned into this whole thing where like she felt like again the rich kids was after her, 
And then, you know, come to find out, obviously, in the, I think it was in season two or three, I can't remember, but, like, we found out her mom is sick and everything like that. That plays into this, you know, this season. And with her, like, aunt showing up and saying that she needs the, the money from her. Like, you, they really made you feel, I think, her journey a lot this season. I loved it a lot because, again, it, it felt earned. Like, her winning the tournament, I think, was more than just her beating Samantha. It was her proving herself to, I think, to, to herself, really, but to yeah. others that she was not going to take any crap and that she was, you know, be, you know, that she can be the best, the best around, you know. Nothing's going to ever keep her down. Exactly. Well done. See, this is where we do puns. So again, I love, like, I love what they did with her. And even that moment, like the the little moment after she won and she like went to Sam and she was like, Hey, are you okay? And she was very genuine. I think asking. He was. So then it even took Sam back because she was like, what? And then at that moment, that's when like her teammates got her and everything like that. So again, you feel you 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 are feeling the turn for her, and then especially when she finds out that Terry was paying off the ref. Fix was in. She, I think now, I think hoping, I hope in season five, I hope she goes to Amanda because I yeah. love that conversation before the before she fought Samantha in the final when Amanda caught her in the hallway and she was like, "I just want." You not to hurt my child, but it in you know it's not not because of the fighting, but because you you know you didn't basically Amanda was saying because you didn't cheat, right? She wanted she wanted it to feel earned, but then I love Amanda's Amanda's line to her of you know I I really am hoping that this ends everything, this yeah. will squash everything, and that's to be all, honest, right? That's all Amanda wants. <laughs> That's all she wants. And again, in reality, too, Tori and and Samantha seriously would be best friends. They would be very best friends if they actually sat down and talked their crap out. Because I love when when Samantha went to Aisha and Aisha told her her story about how she faced the bully, but then her bully became her her bestie where she's at now. And again, Samantha, though, that's one thing that, and I'll, I'll get into that, but like, I was hoping that's what was going to happen, but then obviously it didn't. But I'm hoping next season that's where it happens. Like I really, I'm really hoping Tori and Samantha can actually come together and be friends because I think they would be. They, I think they have a lot more in common. I think they realize, you know, even though maybe Samantha it comes from a more affluent family, I think both of them coming from like. Just, just how they are as personality wise. I think they just they they under they would understand each other. I really do. I think that I love. I would love for that to happen. So yeah, Tori, it was a bright spot for me. Um, I, like I said, Terry Silver was. I think a a downside for me, and I think you talked about it earlier. What was Samantha? As much as I do like her the character and I and I love the actress that plays her. She does a really good job as Samantha LaRusso, uh Mary Mauser. Fantastic. Like she's 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 the best. I love her. I love her. I love her. Love her. Does a really good job. I just feel like this season, I don't think like you're saying, I think they just 
I, I don't know if they just missed a mark with her or something. And maybe next season that's going to be different. I don't know. But I didn't like, like you're saying, I didn't like when she was like kind of, you know, teasing Tori and like making things worse and feeling okay about it because she would have never thought about that in season one or season two, I don't think. You know? But what I did like about Samantha, though, her story is very, I think, interesting, her her overall arc so far. Because she comes from, like, this, you know, very obviously affluent family, but also a a well-known family because of, you know, the Lusso Auto and then her dad, the two-time, you know, Valley Champion, which is obviously a huge deal in this this world. I think she had a lot of, like, expectations. And then there was that great scene, the family dinner scene, when Miguel was there and they were talking about her taking over. And you can kind of tell that maybe, like, that's not what she wants. You know, so, like, I, I understood maybe her her anger in way in in that aspect of like you know she did maybe she didn't want to go down that path of you know running the auto and she wanted to be her own person and i think that all kind of maybe transpired because of the events that have happened the past three seasons so like she's coming into her own as far as maybe having her voice be heard and not just be you know the daughter that just follows what her parents do. Again, like you said, great lesson that she learned from Johnny. So like there's moments that I really like from her and I'm hoping they kind of continue that into next season. But there were some like head scratching moments for me too with her, like you're saying, like the whole when Tori was dressed up as the the princess or whatever. The the mermaid princess. I hated that. I hated that. She was mean to her for no reason. Right. Right. And I liked that she got glitter thrown all over her because I've been in that place before covered in glitter and it's not a fun place. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that that happened. Yeah. And again, I, I understand. Again, I didn't like it. But did you understand where Sam was coming from? In a way, yes, only because she had been bullied by this girl for so long, literally scarred. This girl, like, came to her school to fight her. Like, you understand. And, like, like, you might not like how she did it because it's not what she should have done. But as a teenager, as a girl that had been bullied for, like, three seasons now, okay, like, I get why you did it. it. It wasn't cool. And it was, again, maybe a little out of character for her. But it was, but, like, I kind of, like, I got over it. But those were some moments where I was just like, come on, like, really? And then, like, totally taking that, when I, I want to go back to the whole Aisha conversation she had. Like, I mean, Samantha missed the entire point of that conversation. Instead yeah. of taking Aisha's point of facing her bully and being friends with her or, like, trying to find common ground, which is what Johnny taught. She took it as taking it to her, the person that bullied her, and, like, standing and saying, you know, I'm going to hurt you or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just, she totally missed the point of it. But again, I understand what she was doing because she wanted to stand up for herself because I think she felt that that nobody else was, right? Because her parents weren't listening to her because, you know, 
she finds out that obviously her mom has been helping her get back into school. That pissed her off. And that's why she goes to Aisha. So like you understand why she did it, but it just, it's like, dude, have you not learned your lesson through three seasons that what you're doing is going to cause more hurt than anything? Like, that's where I kind of get a little bit iffy with with her character. I don't know if you feel that way with Sam too, yeah. No, totally. Well, I mean, and that's, I mean, that goes back to what I said at the top of the show was, you know, so much of the character development that I feel like had happened with her, with Johnny, with Daniel, like there were so many moments that were so out of place for me that it really took me out of it. And that, you know, that's why I am as hard on this season, I think, as I am being, because, you know, at the end, like, yeah, everything came together and yeah, you know, we're, we're left with a bunch of cliffhangers, but at the same time, like a lot of stuff was resolved and there were a lot of light bulb moments and there was a lot of, um, you know, things that maybe they were expecting us to celebrate. For me, it wasn't a joyful, like, yes, finally, they freaking get it. It was like, well, fucking finally, you know, <laughs> like I was like exasperated that it took this long and that it felt so easy at the end of it for them to just be like, well, gosh, darn it, you're right. You know, <laughs> no, <laughs> if that's what you're, you're feeling like now all of a sudden you're having a 180 moment, it just, it, that, yeah, that that's I understand where, that. No, I yeah. get you. Yeah, I I can see that definitely for sure. I get. I guess my just my reactions to those are like, okay, whatever. It's just, it's a it's a show about karate in a valley. I know. <laughs> I know. But I get it though. It <laughs> should make more like a little bit more sense, or at least the the choices by the characters make more sense i get it like i get it I, yeah I do, I do i do for sure um i, I mean really that, those are probably the bright spots and then like i said the, the 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 one that i didn't like so much um i was okay with everything with daniel and johnny like i whatever those two can do whatever they want i'm gonna love it regardless for me personally so i'm okay with like the decisions maybe good or bad or indifferent like Whatever, I'm I'm okay with it. But you know, heading into season five, let's if if you have any, we'll 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 throw out some predictions. You know, obviously with with the finale, Cobra Kai wins. the The agreement was that Johnny and Daniel can no longer be senseis. Clearly, Daniel is not listening to it, or is he? No. Question mark. I'm gonna come back to that in a second. Uh, I'm going to come back to that in a second. Obviously, John Kreese is totally out of the picture. That storyline is going to be super interesting to see what happens. Do they find out, like, does Stingray finally tell the truth? What does Tori do? Does Tori go to Amanda LaRusso and say, hey, uh, yeah, I just found out that everything was rigged. Like, a lot of choices, a lot of things could happen. But the big one for me is that Daniel LaRusso, obviously, at the end of the show, is at Mr. Miyagi's gravesite talking and saying that he is obviously going to keep Miyagi-Do going. And then the camera pans to Chosen, which I freaking loved so I much. I love that. Here's <laughs> that my, was really good. Here's my thing. I think what might, might happen 
is that Chosen will be the sensei and take over Miyagi-Do. So technically, Miyagi-Do isn't over. But Daniel can still be around, quote-unquote, but he's not going to be the major sensei. It's going to be Chosen. Yeah. I love it. I love that idea. Give it to me. (laughs) What are your thoughts, like kind of your opinions on season five? Storylines that you maybe want resolved or anything that you want to see in season five. And I have another uh, another thought, but I want you to go first. Sure. Okay, so um, definitely I do not want it to take all season for Tori to flip and flop and figure out what she's going on. Agreed. Like, I want that I, up I, front. I want, that, I want that payoff to be quicker. Early. Um, I agree. I agree. Because you can tell at the end of the season, she's like, oh shit, I just did this really awesome thing and now I feel like an asshole. Um, so I, th- I think that that is probably, hopefully, is going to be a, a quicker resolve. Um, I'm really interested to see how Robbie and Johnny kind of get together and what their struggles are going to look like. Um, you know, is, is Robbie going to be part of Eagle Fang now? Like what? What is all that going to look like? I is Johnny even definitely be, is Johnny even going to be teaching? Yeah. That, well, I mean, maybe maybe he's going to be the assistant and and Robbie's going to be the sensei. You know, I mean, I wouldn't because Robbie's wouldn't how old is Robbie? He's like nineteen, right? I think he's the same age as Sam, so they would be seniors next season, I believe. Next year, so he's not older than them. I guess just because he's not in school, he fe- it feels like he's so right. Older exactly, than them. exactly. Um, yeah, but yeah. So, so those two storylines, and then Kenny, seeing how Kenny is gonna maybe potentially follow again in Hawk's footsteps, in Eli's footsteps, and come back around from being the bully to realizing that this is not the way <laughs> and uh and and making a little bit of a character turn so I'm especially with see, his family background i'm interested to see what happens with anthony with that because will anthony actually start learning karate i think he might i hope so because i again i talked about that i i think earlier. so mm-hmm. yeah I think that they alluded to that enough that that's probably going to be in the cards for him. And and the whole line of like Miyagi saying that he would be the one protecting the family. I, I want that to pay off on a personal note. So like, I hope that has something to do with it. But here's my sneaky season five hopefuls cameos. I need Mike Barnes. I need Mike Barnes. I need Mike Barnes. I need Mike Barnes. Okay. Okay, I googled Mike Barnes. I think I need Mike Barnes too because he's hot. <laughs> I'd say you need to watch part three, Katie. You need to watch he, part three. he has aged very gracefully. I am into it. <laughs> See, again, so we need Mike Barnes. And here's my other sneaky one. I want a Hillary Swank cameo. I need the next Karate Kid to come into the season. Thank you very much. I won't be taking any more questions. Academy Award winner Hillary Swank. Damn. In Cobra Kai. Can you imagine? (laughs) Oh my gosh. We had Carrie Underwood singing a song randomly, which again, (laughs) 
Loved it and hated it at the same time, kids. Oh my gosh, me too. I was like, Carrie Underwood. <laughs> Made no sense, but I loved it. I really hope, I don't. I haven't looked it up, or I didn't look it up, but I hope Carrie Underwood was like a huge Cobra Kai fan, and that's why she did it or whatever. I think that would love it even more. But I'm telling you, Hillary Swank, because of the, the Miyagi connection, I want her to come in somehow. And maybe be the one to maybe even give Anthony lessons. I don't know. I'm just throwing some ideas out there, kids. But I need a Hillary Swank cameo in the next season. I think it'd be great. I think it'd be perfect. Maybe bring um, Allie back. Who knows? But I think that's kind of wrapped up. But I wouldn't mind it so much. But yeah, I think if we if you go into... Crease is gone. Terry's running Cobra Kai. He needs somebody else to run it with him because that's what Terry said. He had a couple guys in mind to help him and that he was going to take care of Johnny Lawrence. I think it's Mike Barnes, baby. I think Mike Barnes is coming to season five. And again, I hope Hillary Swank makes a cameo. I think that'd be perfect. I would love it so much. That's all I want. Final thoughts, Katie. Anything else you want from season five or any predictions? You have you have given a lot of new spokes to this wheel that we call Cobra Kai. Um, you know, I'm I'm hopeful for next season. I'm hopeful for some resolutions. Uh I at the same time though, like get get back to the I feel like get back to the roots a little bit more. Um th- this season for me this was not this was not my favorite season. Clearly, obviously, I've <laughs> I feel like I was really, really negative all, all episode, but, um, I don't know who, like, I don't know. You're going to have to do some work to get me back into caring about these characters, I guess, you know, like it, it, I feel like this, this show kind of took a little bit of a weird turn for me this season. And like they're the target audience is a little bit all over the place. I feel like, like, okay, we didn't talk about it, but the F-bombs. There were two, I think, Yes. which yes. is fine. I mean, I've dropped two on on this hour-long podcast that we've recorded. But it was a little bit forced. It was a little bit, again, the shock value, the jerking you around. You know, it. it I don't know. It felt funky. Something felt off for me this I season. I love the Johnny one, though, when he told the bartender. Yeah. When, yeah, amazing. when he told bartender that that scene was was funny and um but also at the same time still like it was a backslide on their character development you know i get that no i get that i get that i'm gonna keep harping on that fucking character development so anyway that (laughs) that's kind of i'm i'm hopeful but at the same time like i really i almost kind of hope that next season is the last season and that they wrap things up um, because I feel like if they keep going, like there's gonna, they're gonna try and manufacture too much craziness and that's when they're going to lose me. That's when I'm going to feel like, okay, this is not, this is no longer a show for me. I, so I, I kind of feel what like. if I told you there was, I don't know if it was an interview, but it was reported by somebody where the writer said they have, if they, they could, they could write like two or three more seasons wow 
So I'd be interested to see where that where that would all go. But I kind of with you. Like, right, if season five was it, I'd be cool with it. I think you could wrap up everything maybe in this last season or not. Do I want more? Hell yeah, I want more because it's Cobra Kai. And I'm going to watch it because it's so stupid silly. But it's going to be interesting because I, f- I feel like what how they handle season five will will be interesting. Because it's either, like you're saying, I think it's a wrap-up or they're just going to maybe maybe more spin-offs or, again, because Kenny is so young and Anthony is so young, do they become like this whole, you know, Karate Kid, you know, uh, Daniel and Johnny in their own, in their own like, rights after, like, the kids that we grew up, you know, the kids that they have now all go away. It's just going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how they all handle it. But I'm excited for season five. Can't wait. I hope, again, Mike Barnes, Mike Barnes, Mike Barnes, and Hilary Swank. I hope she makes an appearance. That's all I want. Katie, this has been a lot of fun. We talked about Cobra Kai for an hour and roughly 10 minutes. <laughs> so yes. clearly we have a lot of thoughts on the show. This has been a lot of fun. <laughs> it is a lot of fun. All right. Uh, before we bounce, Katie, final thoughts or anything? No, good? I'm good. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we've, we've got what, 11 months now we got to wait for probably to see the, to see the next, next chapter. Yeah. I'm assuming, cause I think they've said that they, they've actually wrapped on five already, possibly. Like, they've been pretty, like, I really? remember at the end of season three, they were like, yeah, season four is already done. So, like, they're kicking these out pretty quick. So, that's cool to me. Hey, if Very you, interesting. So, if it's ready, it's ready. But, again, we'll see. But, yeah, I'm excited for season five, and we'll see where the show goes. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this whole Cobra Kai discussion. We will circle back to it for sure. And definitely go check out episode eight, because we talked a little bit about that prior to this as well so katie let the good people know where they can find you on the socials you can find me on twitter and twitch at penguin katie k-a-t-y love it and you guys can follow me lauren at laurel nose on twitter and you guys can follow the geek broadcast at the geek bras pod on twitter as well and obviously, we are on Apple Pod, Google Play, Spotify, all the big stuff. Let us know, rate, review, give us all your you know uh, comments and concerns. If you have concerns about our show, we're here for it. Whatever. That's it. That's the show, kids. <laughs> I mean, who knows? It's the internet. Everybody has concerns. So for some yeah, things, so. everybody has opinions. Who knows? Right? Everybody has opinions. That's it. That's the show, kids. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And until next time, stay geeky, everybody. Bye.